head coach Steve Clifford, who joins us right now on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. Coach, thanks so much for the time. How are you? Doing well. Good. Yeah, Great to be here. Yeah. I mean, we appreciate it. The event's awesome. You know, what does it mean to you specifically uh, to have the ability to, to help out with everybody in the community as the Charlotte Hornets have done this now for 12 straight years? Yeah. I mean, one of the things about the, the Hornets, uh, you know, with, and Fred's always been at the forefront of this, Seth, Ronnie, is how much they do get involved in the community. And unfortunately, being older and having worked for a lot of other places, this doesn't usually happen in, in every city. And this, to me, is the best event that we do. Um, people love it. Uh, the players enjoy it. Uh, and it's just great to, to be able to celebrate Thanksgiving early with some of the people from the city. Dennis Smith Jr. talked about the importance to him as well, even helping people in his own backyard, you know, being from Carolina, being able to do that. I want to talk a little bit about him. You called him the best player on the floor last night after the game. I counted three. I mean, incredible, very visible defensive plays. The two blocks, the one in transition was insane, and the steal on Porzingis. He's been a good defender. I do think we're seeing a different level right now. What's gone into making him at this level of a defender and what happened this offseason as well as just the early start to this year to bring him to that type of play? Uh, I mean, I would say it's it's obviously one is it's just his DNA. You know, he's... Um, he competes naturally. You know, Bill Parcells always said that to have a good team, you have to have guys who compete without the aid of coaching. And um, that's what he does. So he's he's good technically. He's got a good foundation defensively. Um, but he has a one-on-one -on -one mentality that not many players have. Coach, when you came into this team this year, what were some of the things that you looked at and saw that needed to be improved that – Yes, you've had a lot of injuries, but you see it getting better, and you feel like once you get a healthy roster, it really has a chance to take shape. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, uh, first of all, the transition defense, you know, where um, we, we haven't been as good the last five games, but last night we were. But uh, that was an area that we had concentrated early on camp. The defensive rebounding is the big one for me, you know, and, and it hurt us last night. Again, we've had stretches where we've been better. Um, last, last year we were 28th, and it's just hard to win close games when you give up so many second-chance points. And we've had times we've been good at that, and then times when, you know, we haven't challenged ourselves the way we need to. I think those are the two big areas. The one thing that's popped up uh, last year, uh, the team was great not turning the ball over. We've been high turnover here in this stretch, and we got to get our turnovers back down. It's Steve Clifford joining us here on Sports Radio 92.7 WFNZ. You know, Coach, at the coaches' luncheon, you mentioned how when you were going to become a head coach again, you weren't ready at that moment to be a part of a rebuild. Nobody sees the injuries coming the way they have. When you evaluated this team when you were first going to come aboard to where you are now, how does it compare in your evaluation from at the beginning to, to where you are currently at this point in the season? Yeah, I mean, I think obviously when I when I first, you know, took the job, we had the full roster, sure. right? So to me, it was um, a team ready to take another step, you know. Um, and I still think that we can get there. It's I, I think sometimes, I, I told the staff that this morning, you even have to be careful about evaluating individual guys right now um, in terms of, we have guys that are good players, 
whose numbers may not be good just because we're asking so much of them. You know, they're having to having to play in roles, not that they're not capable of, but that if we just had one or two more guys out there, it'd be a lot easier. So I think that you, you can't be overreactionary. You can't, um, you have to watch the film carefully, you know, watch the guys every day, and then continue to make progress in the areas you need to so we can play more consistently. Coach, you knew you were getting a unique player when you got LaMelo. What were some of the things that once you really got your hands on him and got to see him in person that kind of surprised you about him? Well, the, the things that I that you never know, until, they always say you never know a player until you're able to spend time with him. The number one thing that stood out in the summer was he loves to be in the gym. And, you know, you can't, as you know, you can't teach that. You know, he, he's, he was here in Charlotte almost the entire summer. Uh, came in every day, lifted, did a lot with his body, but he loves to be on the court, loves to be in the gym. That's the first thing. The second thing is, which is critical when you play 82 games a year, it's just his personality. Um, what does somebody say? You might be able to get mad at him. You can't not like him, you know? <laughs> and when you have to deal with winning, losing, um, travel, all that stuff, as you know, it's a big deal that you're better players the other guys enjoy being around. So those are the two things. The, the other thing I have liked, I know he hasn't played much yet, but he, you know, on our talks in the summer, we talked about having three things that he wanted to concentrate on this year. And the first thing he said was, I need to play better defense. And his defense has already gotten better before he got hurt in training camp. Are we looking at a similar timetable that he missed the first time he suffered the injury, or do you think he'll be back sooner than basically a month's time he missed? Do you know? Yeah, I'm not sure. You know, it's it's day-to-day. -day. He was walking better today. You know, he wasn't limping as much. Um, but I don't, you know, when you coach in this league for a long time, is you, you people think you're joking. Too. You coach the guys you have that day. You know, you can't be worrying about what is. Put as much thought as you can into how to have a good practice, play well that night. Um, but hopefully we'll get him back quicker. How is Gordon Hayward feeling today? He just told me that he felt he didn't feel that bad this morning. Um, so uh, hopefully, again, you know, he played through it last night. Right. He came back in the game. But he did take a good hit, you know, watching the film. I, I did want to ask you, too, when you were talking about asking players to do a lot right now, I, I think one player that came to mind for me is P.J. Washington. He's just taking different shots this year. If you yeah. look at where he's spot spotting up on the floor, how much of that is, is experimenting with his ability, the injuries causing that, as well as just maybe this is where he's headed as a player. When, when you kind of look at the ratio of all of those things, how is that equaling what P.J. is giving us on the court right yeah, now? Yeah, I would agree with you. It's all of it, but I do think that, uh, you know, he's a lot more than just a, a standstill jump shooter. He can play off the dribble. He's, he's a very good decision maker. Uh, and I think that the game he played in Cleveland is a glimpse of what he can become offensively, you know, where he was, you know, rolling in pick and rolls, driving the ball against closeouts. Um, you know, he's a, he's a talented, talented guy, and he's got a good feel for the game. Coach, obviously you want to have all of your guys, but when you do get the chance to coach guys who don't get as many minutes, does that excite you? And what guys have you seen as far as just you feel like have really taken advantage of the extra minutes they've been getting? Yeah, and I think this can help us going down the line. You know, we get guys back. These guys have all played. Um, so I think Nick Richards, for one, has taken good advantage of it. He played a really good game again last night. Uh, I think the other guy who's just starting to get time, Kai Jones, who's 
you know, impressed me, to be honest, without playing. Impressed me by the way he's practiced, um, by the way he's handled not playing, but by his preparation, his study, so they knows what we're doing. And he's now played these last two games, meaningful minutes, and done a really good job. Uh, those two guys. Um, and, well, the other guy that's really the younger player that's come on, obviously, is Jalen McDaniels, who's, uh, you know, he's played big minutes every night. And uh, he plays well on both sides of the ball. We did want to ask you about Kai Jones' dunk last night. Are yeah. you a fan of Kai Jones doing the reverse and transition? Or are you just hoping it goes in when he starts to go with the trickery? As long as he makes it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I figured it was incredible. I, I'll be honest. The other the other finish he had was just as yeah. impressive. The, you know, he was down there with Porzingis and two other guys. It's like a thrunk. And he just went up quick. He's so explosive. That, to me, was really the more it was a more skilled play that was steve clifford talking about the charlotte hornets some of the games that they've played so far this season some of the players as well here at the cornucopia event coach thank you so much for the time really appreciate Thanks, it coach. great to see you guys yeah, man. thank you absolutely absolutely thank you that's steve clifford once again joining us talking about the charlotte hornet season so far